Welcome to the King Bible Prophecy King James Bible Study here at the table. We are staunch defenders of our doctrine. We uh, are always amazed at the muckety-mucks that try to come in and spoil the doctrine that's been going on. We're going to be going over that here, this great battle over the doctrine and our iron men and women defend the doctrine. They just do, and they always have. We're going to be going over that Sunday. We want to invite you all to that podcast or call in. doesn't matter. But we're going to defend the King James Bible. It's really easy. And the critics are well paid. Yeah, they're well paid and they don't say anything. They are absolutely talking about themselves, calling people names. They never get to the reading of the Bible. If you uh, log on to their website, be ready to be lied to. They uh, take their authority. Many of them have the great credentials, see, where they were brainwashed. And I, I have a family full of people that were educated theologians, okay? All they do is dumb you down. If you're not offended at what they teach in theologian school... You got it bad. That's a, that's the truth, okay? That's a shame. So this is why we believe every jot and tittle, every word of the Bible is important. And that's why we're here in chapter 19 in Leviticus to see what kind of wisdom and understanding we can draw out of the real, the real Bible, right? And everybody, I'm not going to go into it here, but we're going to be going into that in great detail starting Sunday. And it's going to go on for several Sundays. What about these 47 translators here in the King James? Who are they? Okay, but here we go into chapter 19. It's a, a repetition of the laws that they've already gotten, but we'll get with it here. 19 Leviticus and the Lord spake unto Moses saying speak unto all the congregation of the children of Israel and say unto them ye shall be holy for I the Lord your God am holy okay in the future with the outpouring of the Holy Ghost in the New Jerusalem if you make it through the great trials that we have here and don't waver you'll be tied right into that new jerusalem you'll be a stone laid in the foundation there in the new jerusalem okay that's the uh goal of all this is to be there with christ in three is another paragraph it says Ye shall fear every man his mother and his father, and keep my Sabbaths, capital S. I am the Lord your God. That's a paragraph. And once again, the honor of the father and mother there. 
In four it says, Turn ye not unto idols, nor make to yourselves molten gods. I am the Lord your God. Another new paragraph in five it says, And if ye offer a sacrifice of peace offerings unto the Lord, ye shall offer it at your own will. Okay, you see, this is not something where they're beating you over the head. You're going to hell if you don't give us your money or anything like that. It, the spirit inside you is going to say, okay, I want to give here of my own free will. Okay, so there's that. Uh, and it goes on here in 6. It shall be eaten the same day ye offer it and on the morrow. And if aught remain until the third day, it shall be burnt in the fire. Notice the three days there. In seven, and if it be eaten at all on the third day, it is abominable. It shall not be accepted. Okay, here that's uh, seven, and no, we're and we're talking about the three. Okay, and all those numbers, as you well know, out there, studiers. That has meaning. In 8 it says, Therefore every one that eateth it shall bear his iniquity, because he hath profaned the hallowed thing of the Lord, and that soul shall be cut off from among his people. And again, there's a big cutoff coming here in the New Jerusalem as it's approaching earth. Yeah, they say it is right now today the critics of it, the people looking through the telescope, they're claiming it's on its way. Well, they call it a terrible thing, see. These, uh, like Lucy, or actually the name of the telescope is Lucifer, and they lovingly call it Lucy there from the people that, uh, that worked there, and when they were asked on camera... What, what are they looking for other than the star Sirius? They said, they are looking, but you can't know, okay? And I'm telling you, they're looking at the New Jerusalem, they believe, okay? And they want to be ready, and they want to try to blow it out of the sky with their technology. That's Satanism. Yes, it is. Okay, in 9, we start another paragraph. It says, and... When ye reap the harvest of your land, thou shalt not wholly reap the corners of the field, neither shalt thou gather the gleanings of thy harvest. Yes, see, that was for the poor. In 10 it says, And thou shalt not glean thy vineyard, neither shalt thou gather every grape of the, thy vineyard. Thou shalt leave them for the poor and stranger. I am the Lord your God, period. Okay, now there's two ways you please the Lord, being kind to the poor. So you, you say, well, that poor, he didn't work, he, he didn't do that, he's a drunk, whatever. You're pleasing the Lord when you're kind to the poor, and that's a good thing. Now, the stranger, uh, the Sodom, one of their great sins was what they did to the people passing through. Oh, you did not want to pass through Sodom and Gomorrah, folks, back in the old days. Not according to the book of Jaser. No, no, no. They really 
gave them the works and you'd never you'd never live you'd be tortured to death just for being a stranger that's how satanic Sodom and Gomorrah was in those days they deserved every hailstone they sure did and we're going to deserve everyone that we get during the vials too and before yes we do we deserve every stitch of it in 10 and 11 you have a new paragraph ye shall not steal neither deal falsely neither lie one to another well Again, there's the Ten Commandments. What? God don't want me to steal and be a, a deceiver and lie. <laughs> How can anybody say this law is bad? All right. Okay, so that this law does not go away, as Christ said. I came here to fulfill every stitch of the law. In 12, we have another paragraph. Mark, it says, And ye shall not swear by my name falsely, neither shall thou profane the name of thy God. I am the Lord, period. Buddy, people ought to know that. Because I tell you, there's a big history from these apologetic ministries that you have today that just blasphemy God. They blasphemy our doctrine. Yeah, and they use the name of God Almighty. They swear and get people to follow them and flop around on the floor and do everything non-biblical, see? And they use God's name. Now, that didn't just start here in our time. No, 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 no. No, and uh, see, this is more than just using a cuss word. This is, this is using God's name falsely okay that's what it says here in 12 in 13 there's a new paragraph thou shalt not defraud thy neighbor neither rob him the wages of him that is hired shall not abide with thee all night until the morning so pay up and that pleases the lord in 14 a new paragraph thou shalt not curse the deaf nor put a stumbling block before the blind, but shalt fear thy God, I am the Lord. Okay? You do these things in 14, and you what? You please the Lord. How about that? Another mark in 15. Ye shall do no unrighteousness in judgment. Thou shalt not respect the person of the poor, nor honor the person of the mighty. But in righteousness shalt thou judge thy neighbor. Okay? See, that's the non-hypocritical judgment. And what does that mean? We have to know right from wrong. We have to know what evil is. This is the whole idea of all this law here, is to have a proper judgment. You have to have this ingrained in you, to be able to judge righteously. Okay, if you're sitting on a jury, you do that. If you're the judge, you should be doing that. If you're a police officer, you should be doing that. But we all should be judging righteously, not hypocritical. Now, Christ explained that. Uh, this one uh, 
apologist church up here. Uh, it's the sign said, "Love is lack of judgment." See, see what I mean? And that you can't you can't justify that. I'm going to be a jellyfish floating in the bowl of life, right? I don't have any judgment. I don't know right from wrong. Well, this guy's, uh, he's robbing, pillaging, and plundering, and, but I can't judge, see. <laughs> it, see, that's taking uh, the Lord's parable way out of context there, you know. He was teaching hypocritical judgment is wrong, all right? Okay, there is that. Now, here's one that's really nice because people, they have their, uh, they get their jollies doing this. Uh, Thou shalt not go up and down as a tail bearer here in 16. This was a new mark. Among thy people, neither shalt thou stand against the blood of thy neighbor. I am the Lord. So here's the tail bearer. Here is the person that is uh, a false witness here that we're talking about. And it's uh, and there's blood involved here in this lie. All right, so that's a false witness. Uh, kind of like uh, the two judges there in Susanna in the Old Testament Apocrypha uh, and how they were going to have her put to death, and they were the ones that are guilty. Yep, that's the early history of Daniel. Okay, does your apologist know that? Out there, no, they don't know none of that. They're busy uh, telling you all about their vacation and their credentials they have. All right, in 17, Thou shalt not hate thy brother in thine heart, Thou shalt in any wise, thou shalt in any wise rebuke thy neighbor and not suffer sin upon him. Okay, so you, you when you uh, correct, like say you're a fellow believer or your neighbor, don't don't do it hatefully. It says here, thou shalt not hate thy brother in thine heart. So even if someone doesn't want the forgiveness. We should not be holding on to all the hate. And no, that is not always easy. And we have to have the Holy Ghost in order to do that under certain circumstances. That's the only way it can be done. Okay? Like, uh, um, pray for those that despitefully use you. That takes the Holy Ghost inside somebody to do that. In 18 is another mark. Thou shalt not avenge nor bear any grudge against the children of thy people, but thou shalt love thy neighbor as thyself. I am the Lord, period. All right, Christ said the whole law will be fulfilled in this. Uh, you go to Matthew 5, 43 and 22 to 39, Romans uh, 13.9, Galatians 5.14, and James 2.8, okay? 
And uh, that's from your translators there. Those 47 people really, really feared the Lord. Yes, they did. In 19, we have another uh, new paragraph mark. It says, Ye shall keep my statutes, capital S. Thou shalt not let thy cattle gender with a diverse kind. Thou shalt not sow thy field with mingled seed. Neither shall a garment ming mingled of linen and woolen come upon thee. Okay? Now, what's he teaching there? Folks, we got a problem here. We got a problem in this society today with our, all right, let's say, the term they use in modern English is a DNA. They say they can uh, look at all this through DNA. So do we have mingled seed? Do we have mingled animals? Do we have spider goats? Do we have uh, alligator catfish? Mingling the seed was one of the problems back in the early days before the flood. Actually, if you look at Monsanto, their forefathers, clear back in the 1500s, had a, uh, uh, there, it is involved Spain and everything else, where they were accused by people of mingling seed and trying to change seed. So we have seed today. What? It doesn't reproduce seed. See, it's hybrid seed. It's GMO. Okay, so here's a law against that because everything within its kind was the law given by God there in Genesis, and Satan has always, always, folks, and I tell you, it's right there in Enoch. It's right there in Jaser. They mingled species together, even up into trying to mingle gender, okay? It's a he-she god they worship at times, like Baphomet or Astaroth. A he-she god, half and half, right? I can make a man, a woman, I can make a woman, a man that come right out of the lips of Baphomet, the horn, god, horn goat god that they worship in Satanism. All right, and uh, so there's that. And he's teaching you that by not mingling linen and wool on the same garment. How about that? So this is all the great teaching tool, is it not? Is that not what Paul said? Well, sure it is. 20s in another paragraph, and whosoever lieth carnally with a woman that is a bondmaid betrothed to a husband and not at all redeemed, nor freedom given her, she shall be scourged. They shall not be put to death because she was not free. And he shall bring his trespass offering unto the Lord, unto the door of the tabernacle of the congregation, even a ram for a trespass offering. And the priest, capital P, shall make an atonement for him, with the ram of the trespass offering before the Lord for his sin which he hath done, and the sin which he hath done shall be forgiven him. All right. And uh, like I said, this is forgiven, and you're not going to run right out and do it again, are you? Or you're going to be in trouble. Okay, this is not no man or woman, 
has a license to keep sinning. No, they don't. That's what the scripture teaches. In 23, new paragraph, And when ye shall come in to the land, and shall have planted all manner of trees for food, then ye shall count the fruit thereof as uncircumcised. Three years shall it be as uncircumcised unto you, it shall not be eaten of. But in the fourth year all the fruit thereof shall be holy to praise the Lord with all. How about that? 25, and in the fifth year shall ye eat of the fruit thereof, that it may yield unto you the increase thereof. I am the Lord your God. Okay, so here we have lots of teaching in that little, it's a true, true. Uh, the land is defiled by the Canaanites that you're going to. Uh, and there's more to this. I'm not sure exactly what all the, uh, the reasons for this uh, physically, but there's a going from the uh, uncircumcised, which is uh, the demonic end of the world, to the circumcised means to get rid of the ungodly gods of Canaan. Now, notice here, that once you get to the fourth year, all fruit thereof shall be holy to praise the Lord with all. Okay? So you had three years of not eating thereof. Okay? Anyway, in 25, in the fifth year, shall ye eat of the fruit thereof, that it may yield unto you the increase thereof. I am the Lord your God. Now, in 26, is a new paragraph. Ye shall not eat anything with the blood, neither shall ye use enchantment nor observe times. Okay. Notice how all three of these are together here. Here in 26. Because those are all intermingled, folks. Here's your sorcery, your enchantment. The observing of times is the astrology. And here is the drinking of blood, okay? Now, we've been through all this in all these podcasts. We've been through the occult religions. They all three are in one statement here, and that's where they deserve to be because they are all intertwined right there. One, two, three. And that leads you to four here in 27. Ye shall not round the corners of your heads, neither shalt thou mar the corners of thy beard. Now, if you want to see this, you've got plenty of statuary of their gods, of their leaders. Paul talked about that in the New Testament, about the, the length of your hair, etc. Okay? Look at the uh, picture of Nebo there in Babylon. I believe it's in the London Museum. Uh, it came right off an obelisk there in Babylon. And there is Nebo. Neb Nebo is a man god, 
there. He was in Nineveh, the great round room, and he was there in Babylon. And they do this. They do this type of beard and hair. Uh, when we were doing lots of CDs, we do some CDs now, but we were doing lots of CDs, I would uh, draw pictures of Nebo on the, some of the CDs. And there is what the extent of what they do. These priests of the ungodly Baal worship, they do this, and uh, to see what it is, and what the results of doing this is, you just look at the pictures of these uh, creatures, these people. <laughs> and there they are with these great long beards. Well, like that um, dwarf pharaoh in Jaser. His beard went all the way down to his feet. He was a dwarf. He had the same type of beard that Nebo had. Okay, anyway, enough on that. Don't do what the priests of Baal do, all right? And that was Paul's point there in the New Testament with the cutting of hair or not, etc. All right, here's another one. Ye shall not make any cuttings in your flesh for the dead, nor print any marks upon you. I am the Lord, okay? If you want one against getting the tattoos, there it is, or the mark of the beast, and these cuttings in the flesh, this is what the priests of Baal do again. So in 26, 27, and 28, these are leaning right to the priests of Baal. Okay? And they do all these things here. All right? So, if you got a tattoo, you're forgiven out there. Okay. But now we got to concern ourselves with staying away from the mark of the beast. That's the main mark that you can't be forgiven for. All right. And 29, uh, this should be uh, right in the heart of a father, but it isn't. Okay. There's lots of people in the prison house who are doing this very same thing. New mark in 29. Do not prostitute thy daughter to cause her to be a whore lest the land fall to whoredom and the land become full of wickedness okay so you see how the deeds of the individual will affect the whole country as a whole now the saints will still have their forgiveness well i'm not saying that they don't but as a nation as a kingdom you start to do these types of things, and the next thing you know, down you go, okay? Full of wickedness. 30, it says, ye shall keep my Sabbaths, with a new paragraph mark here in 30, and reverence my sanctuary, capital S, I am the Lord. Okay, so you had the tabernacle at this time. That was the, where he would come down and meet with Moses and Aaron, etc. You have the uh, temple that was built by Solomon, okay? You have the uh, Nehemiah Zerubbabel temple that finally got constructed and uh, stayed in one piece long enough for Christ to come in and read the book of Isaiah aloud to everyone. 
However, at 70 AD, that went down to not one stone on top of the other. So ye shall keep my Sabbaths and reverence my sanctuary. I am the Lord. 31, new paragraph. Regard not them that have familiar spirits, neither seek after wizards, capital W, to be defiled by them. I am the Lord your God, period. Okay. And the wizard is promoted. It's just uh, another type of uh, witchcraft. All right. So whether uh, you're a wizard or a witch, it doesn't matter. You deal in the fallen angel spirits. You just do. So you get intimate with these devils. Yes, you do. And eventually you get one that is really mean on you. And he ain't going to get off, see? All right, because they are seeking a body to get into. Yes, they are. But yet this is promoted because these familiar spirits can see a little further down the road. And they give little gifts, but they ask for raw blood, innocent blood, most of the time. Yes, they do. All right, so say you have somebody that's a Kabbalist, and they say, well, we're intimate with the angels. Yeah, fallen angels, right? You're told never to do that and to not regard the people that do these things, all right? Okay, that's a given. We've been over that a bunch. But we got to honor the old timers here. How do I know that? Because listen to 32, new paragraph. Thou shalt rise up before the hoary head and honor the face of the old man, and fear thy God. I am the Lord. Now, is that what we do today here in the good old USA? Or do we have the predictive program television set telling us that, well, dad's a dunce. Well, he shouldn't have been uh, taking all your shots and having his uh, teeth filled with heavy metals listening to your dentist and your doctor that filled him full of that, those metals, all the aluminum, all the satanic uh, poisoning of your people so that by the time they're old, ah, we just don't know why they have Alzheimer's, do we? So we don't stand up and honor the old man anymore? No, 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 no. I'm a youngster. I'm smart. Hey, I got my little gizmo here. It's radiating me to death. <laughs> I'll just look it up. I'll, hey, old man, I'll fact check you. What does Reuters say about all that? My gizmo won't lie to me. I'm smart. I'm young. No, they've taught us in this, this society here to, to get rid of the old man. Hey, listen to Bill Gates, the case for murdering grandma. Hey, well, I hear him. Yeah. Yeah, uh, well, now, if you could hire ten teachers by uh, killing Grandma and not having to support her, you should hear it. Folks, it's satanic. And he ought to know he's a Satanist. Sure he is, a whole family of Satanists. A little Antichrist stooly stooge. 33, new paragraph. And if a stranger stranger sojourn with thee in your land, ye shall not vex him. So no oppressing the stranger in the land. 
But the stranger that dwelleth with you shall be as one born amongst you, and thou shalt love him as thyself, for ye were strangers in the land of Egypt. I am the Lord your God. Again, no vexing the strangers. There's no racism here. There's no sexism here. Okay? The thing about this is, this is the opposite of what the Whore of Babylon teaches people, and it's the opposite of what old Babylon did and old Sodom and Gomorrah. And we're to honor our strangers because they fear the Lord. What's inside them, their spirit. Doesn't matter what their uh, genetics are. In 35, ye shall do no unrighteousness, in a new paragraph, in judgment, in meat yard, in weight, or in measure. Okay? And that's exactly the opposite of what we're doing today. We have the uh, extreme tax that's going over the world in order to take the wealth of the world into their hands. When I say them, I say they, the Antichrist and uh, the merchant kings that are ruling the earth, and they use inflationary taxes, other taxes, to destroy people, okay? And uh, let alone uh, the, the, the loans that you'll never pay back, usury through the roof, tricks, traps, and uh, things done behind closed doors, even in the backside of the computer room. 36. Just balances, just weights, a just ephah, a just hen shall ye have. I am the Lord your God, which brought you out of the land of Egypt. Now, Zechariah, go there and you see the unjust balances by the two angels that goes over the whole earth. That's the economic system, folks. And when God comes back, he brings what? A just E5. That's the book of Zechariah. It's up there on the podcast if anybody wants to see it. 37, last verse of the podcast. Therefore shall ye observe all my statutes, capital S, doctrine, folks, and all my judgments, capital J, comma, and do them. I am the Lord. All right. Okay, so uh, that was a pretty good one. And uh, these next two, we're going to give you a one-two punch on the next couple chapters. And they have some interesting things in them also. Uh, so we're going to um, hit those tomorrow. And... Like I said, we're talking about our Bible. What are the roots of it? Where did it come from? Who all was behind the great uh, creation of this doctrine into the English language? As the English language was growing, uh, we uh, are going to document all that for everybody. And uh, it's going to be a th like three weeks, maybe four weeks of all that. 
So I hope to see you there on those podcasts or call in, folks. Be part of it. Okay, I will catch you on the rebound.